his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Hey, good morning to you. Welcome in here on the 22nd day of February. And uh, the big story this morning is your cell phone working. Uh, my personal cell phone here, which is connected to AT&T, has not had a cell coverage signal since about 540 this morning. It came back on briefly for about 30 seconds and went back off again. And if not for Wi-Fi, I wouldn't be able to tweet or do anything. I'm able to text, and I didn't have SOS until like halfway through the show this morning, and, and I just on, tried to call, and I can't get. Mobile? A, I'm on T-Mobile. I can't get a call out. But yeah, I can text. It, it which is is so, weird. so lots of questions, not a lot of answers. The network news is all covering this this morning, and no, there's not been a lot of of reaction yet that we know of from AT and T or T-Mobile or Verizon. These problems have been nationwide, and they've been kind of spotty. We don't know how many. People are, have actually been affected by it. The question is, I don't remember the last time this happened. Mm-mm. So I wanted to go to an expert who might have some insight on it, and that is my friend George Rosenthal, uh, of course, the owner of a throttle net. And, George, we appreciate your time this morning, my friend. Absolutely. No problem at all. Thank you. It's a bummer we have to talk about this kind of thing. <laughs> well, uh, you- and you know what's funny is if it not been for Wi-Fi, I wouldn't be talking to you now either. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm looking at this, and I know you've had a chance to read up on it a little bit. Uh, any thoughts? I mean, I, I'm thinking oh, yes. hacking potentially. Uh, how do you affect just cell service though, and not internet service? Okay, well, so that's it. Those are they can be totally separate networks, and this is definitely not like I don't want to scare anybody or scare people, but it's all speculation. Like you said, none of the major networks have come out with anything as to what this really is. This could be some sort of internal outage. Maybe they have a major infrastructure failure or something like that. It is p- completely possible. 
But it's ironic that just a few weeks ago, we weren't talking about that. We were talking about Jen Easterly, the director of cybersecurity and infrastructure. We were talking about the FBI director, Christopher Wray, and we were talking about General Macassone, all coming in front of Congress and saying, look, guys, the FBI stopped the largest malware attack called Volt Typhoon. And literally, Jen Easterly, director of cybersecurity, warned three weeks ago about how Chinese groups will induce societal panic, her quote, by shutting down main pieces of infrastructure, starting with cell towers, starting with transportation, water supplies, energy, et cetera, to induce societal panic because now they know our infrastructure. I mean, how, do you, how long has it been since you guys had a home phone? Like a landline? The, the 90s. Years. Yeah. Yeah. The 90s. That's right. I, I don't either. So here's the thing that's – and again, I'm not trying to induce any type of panic or worry. This is probably some sort of infrastructure issue from the systems. But I'm just saying the irony was that we were all talking about this – from major officials in Congress warning that the, the Chinese groups are already here. They've already thwarted a malware attack that was aimed at the cell systems. So you've got now 70,000 plus on AT&T, hundreds on Verizon, T-Mobile. The interesting part about all this, and what makes me very worried, is, is that it's all based geographically along the entire outer edge of the country. All of this is Boston, New York, Atlanta, Houston, Dallas, L.A. Start working your way up the coast, San Fran, Seattle, so it is not just like, oh, well, we had an infrastructure problem in St. Louis. Right. So this is a this is a national thing, and that kind of sparks some concern, major concern with me being in the, in the business that we're in. Um, and what I talk about every single week is is that this people you know need to have this is not going to just be aimed at large uh, sections of the country. It's going to be businesses as well. So everyone needs to be paying attention to this, um, especially at work. So it, it, I, we can't warn enough, and then here we are. But like I said, I can't speculate on what's actually occurred until they come out and tell us. I mean, I have to wonder if we really will get a clear answer, because I think depending on what actually caused this, maybe they don't really want to release all that information to us. Yeah, that's true. That's a very, that's a very, very real possibility. But I'll tell you what, you know, everybody knows that most of, most of us do not have landlines. And the ironic part is we've come so far into technology, we may end up going back to landlines. Um, you know, we were talking, we were talking last, earlier this week that it's because of the deep fakes and AI getting so serious, we may go back to person-to-person meetings and handshakes again. Wouldn't that be something? Oh, my gosh. You know, George, what, what has your advice been uh, to people from a security standpoint when it, when it comes to in, it, it, home internet security and things like that, because most of us are still hardwired for that, at least. I mean, we yes. don't we don't really operate on that. Is it is it 5G that's supposed to cut us free of having to have a line come into our house? If we, yeah. got, if we got to that point, you'd be even at, at a greater risk, right? Co- correct. I mean, imagine if there were no – if everybody's on 5G plus for their home internet and then this happens, now you've shut down all communications and we're back in the Old West unless you have a landline, an actual wired line to your home. So that is, that's definitely something to consider. I would also consider making sure that you have, you know, plans, meaning things like if this happens, of course you're going to be able to get in the car and go drive somewhere. But what if it happened during a snowstorm and here we are with no cell phone outage and you can't drive anywhere? So just make sure you're prepared at home. Uh, make sure you, you have a good complicated password on your home Wi-Fi. Um, as far as businesses, they should be thinking right now as a as disaster recovery plan, a business continuity and disaster recovery plan. If you do not have one of those in place, 
You need to have one immediately. And you also need to have a bring your own device to work policy so that people just can't bring any wireless device into your office um, that may be infected and get on your Wi-Fi and take down your whole network. So there's a lot of things to consider right now. And this is a warning sign. Like I said, I don't know that it's hackers, but if it is, this is a warning sign that the whole country needs to wake up, that this is not something that is just randomly, you know, futuristic and talked about in a sci-fi kind of way. It's a real deal. It, it's a, that's a great point. George, George Rosenthal from ThrottleNet with us, a warning about this. I think I'm going to dust off the CB radio. I've still got one of those at home. Pam radio? You know? yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Just, just and, you know, I, I, I've got a buddy of mine. He's still a ham, uh, licensed ham radio operator, so yeah. you may want to get into that as well. Yeah, no kidding. Well, I, I know I knew one thing for sure. This probably would not qualify to me to work at ThrottleNet. The first thing I did this morning was turn my phone off and back on, and that still didn't fix the problem, George. <laughs> hey, you know what, though? In, in the world of tech support, that's usually the number one thing recommended. <laughs> I'm sure it is. George, listen, thanks for joining us on short notice, my friend, and we'll, we'll keep Absolutely, in touch with anytime. you. Absolutely, anytime. All right, Thank take care you of yourself. Too. Have a great day. All right, you too. George Rosenthal there with the ThrottleNet. He's 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 one of the local experts on helping people prevent problems like this. And while we still don't know what's going on because it's so spotty, I just my friend Bob just texted me. He's out at the uh, by the Bluffs Golf Club out there in Weldon Springs right now. It's working fine out there. My mm-hmm. daughter went to Dr. Michael White's office down in Sunset Hills. She's back on 5G, but when she was at home in Creve Coeur this morning, it wasn't working. Yeah, I know. I've heard different things from my family, too, trying to use it out in St. Charles County. Yeah. I mean, are we going to see landlines like BOGO or 50% off? Yeah, of probably. This? Yeah, buy Come one, get, get your one landline. Free. Come on. Maybe at and trying to drive us back to landlines. Maybe that's it. It's starting it to look more appealing. Could be. I don't know. All right, coming up, Shannon Bream is going to join us, a chief legal correspondent for Fox. We're going to talk to her a little bit about maybe that uh, Alabama Supreme Court decision on embryos being actual children. We're going to be back in just a minute. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. What the question that I was asked is, do I believe an embryo is a baby? I do think that if you look in the definition, an embryo is considered an unborn baby. And so, yes, I believe from my stance that that is. The difference is, and this is what I say about abortion as well, we need to treat these issues with the utmost respect. There's only one Shannon. Shannon Bream, host of Fox News Sunday. We've got Shannon on the phone with us this morning, and you heard Nikki Haley there responding to this decision by the Alabama Supreme Court. Uh, This is a big one, Shannon. It is. Um, There's no other court that's done this, and there's a lot of nuance to it, which is interesting, but of course there are ripple effects that are really worrying people, you know, who um, work with fertility issues, places that perform IVF, couples that are walking through this right now. And basically what the court said is that these three couples who had their embryos accidentally destroyed in a clinic or in a lab, that they have a right to sue under an 1872 Alabama law that allows parents to sue over the death of a minor. So listen, they pointed to a change to the Alabama state constitution in 2018, which essentially says um, that they will respect life and protect unborn life at all costs. So this goes together with what they've done at, at the state level there, whether it goes beyond that, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. I wondered about that. Now I was trying to remember the actress um, from modern family, Sophia Vergara, wasn't she mm-hmm. in a, she was in a remember pretty, this? Yeah, she was in a pretty heated uh, lawsuit with her ex-boyfriend or ex-husband because they had some frozen embryos right. and there was a custody question, right? Right. And that's the, those are the kinds of things that worry people about this Alabama decision, because if you're recognizing these embryos as, quote, unborn children that have, you know, a right to be protected, their lives to be protected, if you have one parent who says, we're not going to proceed with these embryos, we're going to go ahead and let them be destroyed and move on, and a, another parent who says, oh, no, no, in Alabama, I'm going to argue these are children and I have a right to save my child and you can't destroy them. So then what happens? Um, you bring ch- um, children in who are biologically of a parent that doesn't want to recognize them or have anything to do with them, or you just, the whole thing winds up in a nasty court battle. It's just raising a lot of questions. But for now, this thing is confined to Alabama and it just gives these parents a right to sue. Now, whether those lawsuits are ultimately successful or not, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I wondered because this is a state law that, mm-hmm. they, that they're interpreting. Is it something that could be appealed to the Supreme Court? It's possible. Um, I think that there will definitely be a push by a lot of folks um, to do that. So I would think that would be the next step. Again, as we all know, the Supreme Court doesn't have to take up um, any of the cases that are appealed to it. 
So I, in my mind, was kind of going through the voting. It takes four votes at the Supreme Court to get a case or an appeal on the docket. It's pretty tough to do. And I was kind of walking through each of them last night, like who would want to take this up, who wouldn't want to take this up, where they would fall. Um, it's really going to be fascinating to see if it goes the next step. Yeah, it certainly will. We got to Shannon Bream on the phone from Fox News Sunday. So I see that uh, the Supreme Court decided not to rule in another race-based admissions case. Mm -hmm. Was this one different than the first one? In what way? So this is a high school, and this would potentially impact, you know, K through 12 schools. And it's huge. uh, It's a huge case here in the D.C. area because it's a Northern Virginia school that was brought into this thing where there were a number of Asian families who said, we are being blocked um, on the basis of diversity, even if our kids have the highest test scores or have the best, um, you know, resumes to get into these really competitive high school programs around here. And these are public schools that just sort of have um, another level of competitiveness to them. They're sort of, you know, college prep, that kind of, you know, special study in science and math, those kinds of things. And um, basically what the Supreme Court has said is we're not going to take up this case. So while it did... um, um, that huge ruling on the collegiate level, it's not going to do it with K, for, K through 12. And there's a pretty, you know, full-throated dissent from Justice Alito among those who thought that they should have taken this up and that mm-hmm. it's time to actually have these questions um, in the K through 12 space, too, answered. You know, I'm surprised we haven't heard the Supreme Court's decision on this Trump ballot challenge out of Colorado. Are you guys hearing any word of when that decision could come down? Well, no, but I am standing by. I literally at this moment will not be without my phone. I'm doing a habit I try not to do, which is to leave it in, on all the time <laughs> because sometimes you got to break overnight or something. Oh, yeah. But right now, you know, it's not only that, it's that immunity order, because if the Supreme Court decides to take up this issue of whether President Trump has immunity in respect to the Jack Smith January 6th case against him, that really delays that trial. If they decide to take it up, it could be weeks, it could be months. And remember, he wanted to start that trial March 4th. Um, If they say, nope, we're not going to take up the case, we're not going to put in a stay, then that trial court is immediately off pause and Jack Smith's back to the races, you know, on that particular case, meaning it could most definitely hit before the conventions and all that kind of stuff. So two things from the Supreme Court on President Trump we're waiting on. I think the Colorado ballot case will come sooner rather than later. But um, generally what the court tells us is they'll tell us a day that an opinion is coming, not what it is. Um, And so far, they haven't given us another date for their next release of opinion. So we stand by. Wow. Yeah. You know, Shannon, have you guys had any cell phone problems up there in D.C.? You know, I have not so far. Most I don't see, you know, coworkers walking around tearing their hair out. So I assume (laughs) most people around here, everybody seems to be pretty okay for now. But I actually called you on a landline just in case. And then I think it's good to have the old school landlines on standby. (laughs) Yeah, we just talked about that with a a security expert just a few minutes ago, in fact. So uh, this weekend, I mean, your show will be on the day after the South Carolina primary. Uh, Is Nikki Haley scheduling media on Sunday? Well, I, I'm not sure. Um, you know, she has been very full-throated that she's staying in through Super Tuesday and beyond. So I would expect we may hear from her. Um, we also have a couple of governors scheduled to be with us. And we love it when they're willing to come on together, Democrats and Republicans, to talk about issues. And I suspect there'll be a lot about the border because all these states are now saying we're all border states. Um, and we've got a couple governors, um, Colorado, uh, Governor Polis and Governor Stitt out of Oklahoma, who, listen, they may have some agreement on issues of the border, but they're very diametrically opposed when it comes to issues of abortion, um, trans-related issues, those kinds of things. So we hope to have a good old-fashioned bipartisan debate on Sunday. It sounds like it. All right. We'll look forward to it, Shannon. Thank you, as always. 
See you guys. All right. Take care. Shannon Bream uh, from uh, Fox News uh, Sunday. You can listen to it uh, right here, of course, at uh, 4 o'clock every every uh, Sunday on 97.1 FM Talk. Yeah, it'll be interesting uh, to see if Nikki Haley's still around on Sunday. She Blame says she she's going to be. Yeah, not bowing uh, out. Yeah, and and I'd love to get her on there and just have somebody ask her, what, what are you doing here? You're damaging Trump. You're doing the business for the Democrats. Are you just running as a third-party candidate, or or are you just trying to terminate your political career? It's It's got to be, I'm afraid, one of those two choices in, in my head, uh, for sure. I don't know. All right, uh, we're going to get uh, to much more for you coming up right here on the Mark Cox Morning Show. Stay tuned. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. home setting. We have had numerous meetings regarding our wishes for her not to be referred to as a boy. Our wishes are for the program to be therapy-based and allow our family unit to continue to have the right to parent our daughter as we see fit to maintain her care. That's a guy named Todd Kolstad, right? He is the father out in Montana. He and his wife had basically the Division of Family Services come in. They call it something else out there, and they they took their daughter because the family didn't agree with her transgenderism, right? Um, and I guess she was a, a boy who claimed to be a girl, and they wouldn't recognize it that way. And and DFS came in. I don't know if she hotlined him or if the school did, and they took the girl away. And then we find out that they were going to charge the family. And it appears now, an update on that story that the Valley County attorney out in Montana has filed a motion to dismiss uh, the charges against the Colstad family. And there'd been a lot of media scrutiny on this, a lot of public pressure uh, that the family was going to be charged with, you know, child abuse or something like that because they weren't supporting the transition of their child. They took this kid out of state to, to a counseling center somewhere where she was housed with people of the opposite sex that she identified with. I mean, it's crazy that this could happen uh, in America. And they're they're trying to get full custody of this child and transfer 
transfer her out of uh, state, uh, which is scary. Now, why do I bring that up, Kim Sainaj? Because there's now an Illinois bill that's been introduced that would change the definition of abused child to include kids whose parents would object to transgender surgeries or hormones, all of those things. Not a law yet, but in the in the in the crazy mind of the progressive left who run the state of Illinois, ironclad. These are people with a super majority in the legislature, and they wield it um, like a broadsword. Uh, they do. In a, they don't suffer fools. They do what they want. They don't care what the few people with common sense in the state might think. Look! Look at how they, look at how they're hiring illegals to be officers of the law in the state of Illinois. I mean, we've seen this over and over and over again, and this bill would would, as Kim said, change the definition of abused child to include kids whose parents object to abortion, transgender hormones. And surgeries, and it would allow the Department of Family Services in Illinois to step in and, if they deem it necessary, remove children from their biological parents based on that new definition of abuse. It would also not in any way hold the doctors liable. So if they go ahead and perform this surgery on, say, a 12-year-old without parental consent, the doctor is not liable. Wow. What? I mean— Shocking. And 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 I, I gotta be I gotta be real honest with it. Such an abuse of government power um, that uh, that's the kind of thing that leads to violence right there. If you tried to come in and tell a family, not only are we taking your mentally ill child away from you, uh, but we're going to subject them to surgeries and hormones because they believe they're of a different sex and because you won't support that you're abusing them we're going to take them away from you and we now know you're going to take my kid right i mean that is going to bring the claws out if anything is going to start a civil war here again in the united states it's going to be something like that and i feel like we're inching closer and closer to that point i mean we now know mark i mean we saw that video that was leaked from planned parenthood where I feel like it was Missouri, right, where the, this young girl who works for Planned Parenthood was like, hey, if, if you're a minor and you don't have parental consent to get an abortion, we're going to hook you up. Here's where you can go to make sure you can get those services. You remember that video I'm talking about? I, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I just wonder what I haven't seen in this story um, is is where that um, where that bill stands right now. Like what, what I'd like to know is. If, if, if it's got a, a chance of like, has it been heard yet? It's been introduced now from from what I'm seeing here. It's now been introduced. But as we've learned in many legislature, that doesn't necessarily mean it's going anywhere. Right. Introduced by Democrat state rep and Stava Murray. It doesn't say where she's from. Um, it gives minors the same legal status as adults in terms of consent for gender transition medical services and abortion services, which is not voidable because they are a, a minor in age. Mm-hmm. I mean, parents could be facing a year in prison, a $2,500 fine, be charged with a felony. I, I mean, this is just absolutely outrageous. The if you're f- wanting to follow this, by the way, I'm trying to look. The bill is House Bill 4876. Yes. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, it, they're gathering uh, advocates gathered at the Capitol in Springfield this past Tuesday, seeking signatures to place a statewide referendum on the November ballot uh, for it. Um, it looks like so there's at least one group that's out there fighting against it. This is a group called Parents Matter Coalition, and they want to try to stop things like this. Um, but I'm telling you, man, th- th- this is. This is dangerous territory. This is why people are leaving states like <clears throat> California. This is why living in a place like Illinois, I mean, Illinois is great, but this is why living in a place that is run by the crazy left, the woke left, is a little bit scary because look what they're trying to do. And I mean, it is important to note again, this is just a proposed bill. We have no, I, I, I don't know that I actually see this going through, but when you look at a case like the Montana one that you mentioned, you start to kind of worry, maybe. Just maybe they'll be able to push this through. Yeah, I do. I do worry about that. Uh, and Montana, the fact that the other case happened in Montana really surprised me. <laughs> that I, that's uh, that is that was a shock to me. That in what I consider to be one of the more at least libertarian, but but certainly conservative states in the country, that they would have been able to get away with what they did with with the family where they basically took their daughter. And now Illinois wants to make that legal. I don't know. I don't know about you. Uh, that would that would be the line right there. So where does that end? Uh, wh- what if they legalize, I, I don't know, or try try to legalize some kind of drug in the state of Illinois? Uh, mushrooms, something like that. Your kid's hooked on it, wants to do it. You won't let them. Can they, are they going to make it okay for those kids to become not affected by their minority status as a minor and be treated like a legal adult just because some Somebody thinks they should be able to. I don't know. I, I, I logically, I haven't thought that through, but I, I don't know where else could this go. I mean, you have to ask the questions. You're not people want to accuse us of being a conspiracy theorist when you're no. asking these questions, but you're you're ignorant to at least not pose them because it, it could go that direction. You you have to you have to question if they're willing to do this. What else would they be willing to do? And I think that's um, I think that is indeed a fair question. <laughs> There's the bill if you want to look at it. Let's hope it doesn't go anywhere. But up there, it just might. Um, it just might for sure. All right, coming up, uh, we're going to in- introduce you. I know some of you who listen to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors have heard uh, my guest before. His name is Alex Shea. He's with the uh, Gun Owners of America. He's in town because he's making an appearance along with a bunch of other folks out at the Range St. Louis West a little later today, the early evening, they're going to be out there. And if you want to show up, we're going to give you all the details on it coming up right after this. All right, welcome back. You know, uh, I didn't bring this up yet today, but because I was kind of saving it for this last segment, I want to talk about this a little bit. Update on that shooting out in the Super Bowl parade for the Kansas City Chiefs. This We have a copy here of the probable cause form for the arrest of one of the Two men who uh, Lyndall Mays, who was accused of in the in the shooting out there. Right. The, the I think he's charged with second degree murder. And we've been wondering, haven't we? How a couple of law abiding citizens just randomly happened to show up at a parade and start shooting because we knew they weren't law abiding citizens to begin with. Uh, and this tells us all we needed to know that uh, the gun that Lyndall Mays had a Glock 9mm handgun was revealed to have been stolen out of Kansas City, Missouri. Imagine that. A criminal using a stolen gun to commit a crime. 
it's it's really shocking information and nothing I've seen in the mainstream media, which shouldn't surprise anybody. All right. Now, let me introduce my guest who's here in the studio with me, Alex Shea with Gun Owners of America. And Alex, welcome in. Hey, hey how you doing today? Mark? I'm good, man. How are you? Fantastic. Now, I'm glad to see you in here. Actually, this is this is good timing. But you're here tonight because you're going to be doing an appearance out at the range St. Louis West. That's correct. We're going to be at the range in St. Louis West. That's in Baldwin, Missouri all day. We're going to be having or celebrating rather two a day brought to you by Brownells. And we'll be having shooting and we'll be having, uh, I believe, ammunition and lanes are covered today for that. So make your way down there, and we look forward to seeing you on the range. Well, the first 100 people who register are eligible to get the free lanes, the rentals, the ammo, the targets uh, during this 6 to 9 p.m. event tonight at the range, 14803 Manchester Road in Baldwin. And that's kind of what brings you to town, but I'm just glad to have you here, man. You're a great patriot. I, I appreciate what you do. Let me tell you that. Um, brother, I love it. Uh, every day, every way, GOA is suing the government to fight for your inalienable human rights. And we've been advocating in state legislatures as well as on the national scale to, you know, suppress bad gun law and to promote freedom. Well, all over the place. Now, you generally work in what state? I'm the West Virginia state director. I actually just got back uh, day before yesterday from Lobby Day. Okay. And we were able to get some really, really awesome legislation across the board. And you have to constantly be on alert for that, don't Correct. you? Correct. Because and the other side is. <laughs> no, 100%. Me and you talked about this the last time that I was here. It When you when the ball's in your court, you got to drive. you got to really be on the offensive. We shouldn't be just trying to hold the line. We should be advancing and taking ground. And that's what we're doing in West Virginia with our supermajority. Yeah. You know, I, I was mentioning this Super Bowl shooting, uh, tragic, but almost from the beginning, I had a feeling that it wasn't going to fit the narrative of the mainstream media, and it really pretty quickly faded from the headlines once they realized it was some teenagers uh, who just were, I don't know, what relation they had to each other. Somebody looked at somebody funny, and they Mm -hmm. pulled out stolen guns and started shooting at each other. Exactly. And the thing that really kind of makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up about this is right at the Super Bowl, right? Right? As everyone is tuning in, right before the game starts, we have a could have been much worse church shooting in Texas. Yes, at um, I think it was uh, Joel Osteen, yeah, Joel Osteen's church, church. Mm-hmm. and this person came in with a rifle, had "Free Palestine" written on it. They were using a five-year-old child as a human shield, shield. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and I don't know what their motives were, but we can determine that they were very not good motives, but. That was happening. All eyes were on it. It was big, blown up everywhere, couldn't get it away. But then as soon as you find out what their gender pronouns are Mm -hmm. and how this goes, it quickly fades away. But the real thing, the real hero there was church security. Armed church security is what eliminated that threat almost instantly. There was one injury, and the only other two injuries were the death of the shooter and the injury, unfortunately, to the human shield uh, child. child. Uh, which I believe is still in critical condition, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. I, I don't know. But, but again, that's another story that quickly faded from the headlines. And thank goodness, you know, like you said, a couple of off-duty officers right. uh, who were working secondary at that church were the heroes that day. And that church had a church security plan. Right. So there are some places that still aren't allowed to have firearms in churches. And New York just passed a bunch of laws where you're not allowed to have firearms in churches. And it's like, what are you talking about? Like, these people... Like just like in Kansas City, just like in Houston, it's going to come down to you being ready to defend yourself. The police have no duty to protect you. It's very sad to say 
we've had of six Supreme Court's uh, trials that have gone through and have determined the police have no duty to protect you. I love police. I used to put police back together professionally. I was a combat medic and with the 202nd Military Police Company. But that's not the point. It's morally and unethical for us to expect them to sacrifice ourselves or themselves for people. You are your own first offender, and it's sad but true. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you just had that case I was talking about out of Minnesota where the two officers were shot, the firefighter, right. and they died. And I, and I believe the, the guy who shot him was a convicted felon. So, mm-hmm. again, it doesn't fit the media's narrative of what they're hoping for, right? Correct. This is a person who never should have had a gun in the first place. And that's what I was alluding to with the Super Bowl is they had a shooting before the Super Bowl and they had a shooting immediately after the Super Bowl. When all eyes are focused on this, they don't actually want to talk to you about what happened. They just want you to have that in your mind that it did happen. And it's like, no, no, there's more nuance to this. There's right. more details to be had. But that, once again, doesn't fit their narrative or programming. Right. Yeah. Uh, very true. You know, I, pull, I pulled this story from uh, from Breitbart yesterday because I, I knew you were coming. Gonna, uh, we we're going to have you on today. Um, Ninth Circuit denies request to rehear a decision and let's stand a ruling that gun ad bans are likely unconstitutional. This goes back to California. Mm-hmm. California doesn't want... You to even mention guns, uh, period, even though it's a Second Amendment right. Well, this is a First Amendment issue that we're yes, discussing Yes, First right Amendment here. issue, yeah. 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 So they're telling you what you can and can't say. And there's nothing more creepy that you'll ever experience in your life than when the government starts telling you what you can and can't say. Yeah, and, and in this particular case, they're like, listen, California can't straitjacket the First Amendment uh, by, on one hand, allowing minors to possess and use firearms for hunting, and on the other end, ban truthful advertisements about that lawful use of firearms. Because they, their argument here is that they thought it would it would hurt their efforts to reduce gun violence among teenagers. Right. It's just, it's just silly season. Well, if that's mm-hmm. true, then yeah. you shouldn't be able to have any, any advertisements about any yeah. military recruitment. It's true. Because they have battleships and they have and jet fighters and they have all kinds of fun guns. stuff on those commercials. And that's way beyond what we're talking about with semi-automatic Alex, hunting. Rifles. Alex Shea, you can meet Alex and the other folks from Gun Owners out at the Range St. Louis West uh, 6 to 9 today. Register at therangestl.com. And that does it for us. Brian Kilmeade coming up next. We'll see you back here tomorrow morning. Get more at 971talk.com. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. 
Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.